Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. The following podcast is sponsored by the Women in Comedy Festival. Check us out at WICF.com. Welcome to Love About Town, a podcast hosted by two brown nerds who are trying to get better at love, sex, dating, and relationships. As always, you have me, your host, Kenise Mobley, and... Your boy, Rohan Padye, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. This week, we have a wonderful guest, comedian Jaffer Khan, one of our favorites from past episodes. And this week, we're chatting about our problematic faves, having sex with your friends versus having sex with an ex, and kinks that have developed during coronavirus. So uh, enjoy the podcast and like, rate, review, leave us a nice comment here and there. And thanks for listening, everyone. And now, welcome Jaffer Khan. Honestly, it's food generally. If I eat a fair amount of it, my body's like, you're done. And then I'll just fall asleep. What's your, Jaffer, what's your diet been like in quarantine? Because my diet has, is absolutely shit. Like, gone straight to hell. Well... My diet was okay at the start of quarantine, but now I'm in a weird living situation. Not a weird living situation, but I had, to, I had to like change my living situation. And it went from like staying here for two weeks to four weeks to six weeks to eight weeks. So what that did to my diet was that, you know, I was, I was only going to be here for two weeks. So I was like, oh, I'm only going to be here for two weeks. My diet can be absolute chaos nonsense for two weeks. That's okay. Right. Uh, but then two weeks turned into four weeks to six weeks. So my diet has been chaos nonsense for a couple months now. For a month, I was like doing great. No, no, for like two months, I was doing great. I was like, all right, I'm going to eat this amount of fruit a day. I'm like, no soda, no fast food, no, none of that shit. And then I was like biking. I was exercising a lot. And then I like, I went on vacation and then I was just like, well, this is over. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Vacation killed my diet as well. I was eating like salads very regularly. And then my mom was like, I made garlic bread that's covered in butter, plus pasta, plus all this other stuff. And this is just what we're going to eat every day. So it's like, oh, cool. So I will gain 10 pounds in a week just by visiting. Uh, I'm sure people have talked. I don't know what your relationship to food is, both of you. But like mine is that I feel bad for like half a second. And then like once you actually eat the food and you like realize that you're in this like terrible habit of eating food, like whatever you're eating, it feels so good. It feels (laughs) so good. Like Like once... You get that Burger King delivered to your apartment, you know, once you have yeah. those dominoes and it's dude, that shit is like so good. And then you're like, why, why was I beating myself up for this <laughs> before? This yeah. is great. I have not had any fast food delivered to my house, but uh, I am a sucker for advertising. And now Duncan has oat milk chai lattes Ooh, and yes. their fall menu is out. Damn. So it's going to be like pumpkin spice donuts plus an uh, oat milk chai latte, it's going to be a problem. There is a Dunkin' on my block. It's over. <laughs> Dude, that's, I'm, I'm so sorry to, to, to get this into comedy right away, but like every single, you can, like, you know, one of like the indicators of hack is if this time of year comes around and you have a pumpkin spice latte joke that you just post on Facebook, yes. or you post on Twitter. It's just that like, ah, yes, hack season is officially started. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like it just, I've just seen so many and I've been like, ah, I knew it the whole time. Yeah. Don't <laughs> post about it. Just enjoy it quietly. Yeah. Fucking enjoy. Yeah, exactly. What do you have against people enjoying pumpkin? <laughs> it is, this is not a tinfoil hat thing. If women primarily enjoy something, Male comedians, a group of them, the hack ones, will talk about how dumb it is. So, like, everything from pop music to yoga pants to pumpkin spice lattes, if it is something that women like and men are neutral to negative on, oh, wow, only stupid people do this is the hack joke. Yeah, only, only stupid people like pumpkin spice latte and wet-ass pussy. <laughs> yeah, it's delicious. And I, 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 don't, I can't speak to wet-ass pussy. I don't eat it. But I hear that it's good and get it's over great. yourself. Yeah. I can vouch. It's there was great. like there was like a tweet that I really liked. It was about Joe Rogan's podcast, and it was mm-hmm. like anything that only men like is not going to be good. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> very. If no weird. women like it, then it's weird. Entourage. Why not? You know, that Entourage, Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. Yeah, Entourage, great example. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. no women like it, if zero women except for like oh, I'm a cool girl, women like it, then yeah, it's something I want no part in. I'm going to say the one exception to the rule is jackass, which I really love. But also, I get it. I might be in the minority there. Yeah, does Patrice O'Neill fit in this category? Because <laughs> I, I don't yeah. like his comedy I, I, for the most part. I love Patrice O'Neill. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I just, <laughs> wow, 
It is offensive to me that he gained so much popularity insulting women in the audience and calling women ugly. And it's like, bitch, yes. do you own a mirror? Yeah. You don't have the right to sit here and say shit to this woman about how she's stupid for like expecting to deserve to like be Man. treated well. She's so stupid. But you can look like that and walk around and be comfortable with yourself. You can yeah. have a mirror. You can own a mirror. You can be aware of the saggy face that you have and like the fact that you've never exfoliated in your goddamn life. And you're going to come to me. Yeah. So that's. That's, that's, oh, that's you know, Patrice is alive right now. He would, he would crush you. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, so be what? Owned. So what? That doesn't mean that he's a good person. That doesn't mean nah. that his comedy is yeah. worthwhile yeah. to everyone. I, 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 I won't speak ill of the dead. Except here, here's that. how I defend. <laughs> oh. You are correct, but here's how I defend Patrice's sexism: is that he also was racist. So. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. cool. Uh, you know what? I mean, as a black woman, his, his, I his always love to hear special, that. Yes. <laughs> It's <laughs> the thing that happens. Okay. <laughs> his, his HBO special starts out with a bit about like Indian people at bodegas where he literally does like a voice. Yeah. And I'm just still like, I still like this. No, thank you. No, thank you. you. Yeah, problematic faves. This is the thing about Patrice is that he died at the right time because if he was alive now, he absolutely would be like a right wing Adam Carolla guy. He would also have Me Too charges against him. Yeah, Me Too like, charges against him. Absolutely. He would be like, he would not be able to survive this era. He'd be of, compound media. He would yes. be pushed into the fringes. Him and like Nick it's like Nick DiPaolo and him would go on tour together. Ugh. And just the, yeah, the, the I hate everyone tour. Yeah. <laughs> everyone is responsible for me not evolving as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's what frustrating. It would be. But also, I, I have to agree with Joffrey. Some of the Patrice stuff is so fucking funny. <laughs> it's weird to me because my twin sister's name is Patrice. So I have like a positive thing when people say Patrice. And then it's like, oh, the one I don't like. That one. That's how I have to feel about it. Damn. Well, or uh, Patrice, maybe Patrice would have grown. I don't know. If there's, if there's anyone that I could see maybe would have, it would be racist, sexist. Comedy <laughs> genius, Patrice O'Neill. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking funny. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I don't know. I have so many. I have a lot of problematic things I like. No. You're allowed. I just the things that I like that are problematic. Are Do you like problematic Sex in the City? The, no, I don't really like Sex in the City. Okay, good. But like, I can quote from memory, and like while the movie is on, I can say every word along with it. The Thomas Crown Affair from 1999. Well, we talked, and about that, that is a billionaire fantasy. Huh. And it's never heard so of it. this, um, oh, you've never heard of Thomas Crown Affair? Oh my man. Renee Joffer, your your oh, left-weaning sensibilities will not like some of it. I will admit that. Okay. <laughs> but outside of that, it is very left good. Left-leaning. Yeah. <laughs> left-leaning. Yeah. Joffer, very left-leaning. He can't yeah. make up his mind. He's like, ooh, maybe. Ooh. Yeah, that's Joffer. Yeah. That's not problematic. That's not like problematic in the same way. Though. No, it's not showing like a violence against women or like a hatred of the poor, but it is this weird, oh man, I really want this billionaire lifestyle and I don't feel comfortable with that today. As someone who's watching Sex in the City pretty actively right now, like for the first time in their life, that show could not air now. And it's like kind of hilarious how some of the situations they get themselves in and like how they react to them in such a weird <laughs> very sexist way that is somehow turned into feminism yeah and how was uh. the show because i didn't know anything really i mean i knew like the storylines and stuff mm -hmm. but man when i was in college and high school people talked about it as if it was like you were very smart if you liked sex in the city you were like a smart learned like sophisticated yeah, person you know it was about like a new york writer i guess yeah right? yeah exactly a new york writer who is who writes about sex but is just like are women are women able of capable of having emotionless sex like men are and it's like bro <laughs> come on <laughs> yeah. of course why are you why are you so sex negative for someone who's a sex columnist uh, the bad. idea of doing anal is like a is like you know sound the alarm like call all the firefighters this person wants to have anal sex that's like how they treat mm -hmm. it like it's a fucking fire it was like the 90s right yeah, yeah late 90s early 2000s yeah in some ways, that feels like 30, 40 years ago. In some ways, it feels like 10 years ago. Like the Ocean's 11 movies came out in like 2005. Mm -hmm. And that's weird to me that that is so far into the past. But Sex and the City feels like a relic of my childhood that hasn't <laughs> been relevant in ages. Oh, yeah.
I don't know. I think it, it because of the quarantine, people are starting to rewatch those shows, like The Sopranos, right? Like I watched The Sopranos yeah. for the first time during quarantine. I think that's why it maybe a lot. So I've seen so many tweets about rewatching The Sopranos and tweets about my boyfriend is making me watch The Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. I think that I, you would like it, Kenise. Every man has said that to me that I've ever met. So yeah. sure, maybe. If you I think, think I've never seen Sopranos, but to me, it seems like it transcends a man show, and it's just a great show. Okay. Like The Man Show. Right? So you think The Man Show is a great show? With, what was that, Adam Carolla and? The I never Sopranos, The Man the Show, show. <laughs> The Wire, you know how it is. Uh, yeah, the yeah, Sopranos yeah. Is, is, is interesting because it's like such a good meditation on like how being in the mob is such a like leak, trapping, horrible lifestyle, and everyone is an irredeemable person, and mm-hmm. they're all trapped in this life, and it's all of them dealing with that. And then, like, so much of the Sopranos fan base is, like, Trump supporters who are just like, yes, yeah, this is how things should be, just like they were in the old days. These people have a sense of honor and duty and, like, this and that. That feels like people who don't get that in 500 Days of Summer, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, this is, like, a representation of an immature person. And they're like, yep, that's a great romance, not like, oh, I should think about this from a critical perspective. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's like like if someone like started Breaking Bad season one. I was like, man, I love this Walter White character. Yeah. In season five, like I still love this Walter White guy. Yeah. Great guy. <laughs> exactly. I feel like that's how a lot of Trump supporters view history at all. They're like, right. I heard about this guy when I was ten, and I'm gonna have the same thoughts about him as when I was ten. <laughs> I don't want to hear a complicated. Thing about if you don't like America, get out of this class. country. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, I don't think I should have to grow past 10 years old mentally. And you trying to make me means you're oppressing me. That's what it feels like. In Psychology Today, they posted an article about something that I feel like a lot of people relate to, but I don't know if it had a name before, but sexual nostalgia. So like, what are the things that are likely to lead you to have fond memories of having sex with your ex? And even go so far as like reaching out to them to like rekindle something. And given that right now, a lot of people are dealing with loneliness after having been cooped up for a long time. Is that something that you guys have experienced? Have you reached out to any of your exes? And what do you think are some of the things that trigger that? I can start with this because this is something that I do quite a bit is that I don't really look at porn a ton. I do sometimes, but not really. And most of the times I jerk off, I just think about other times I've had sex. And so it's like, it can be with anybody. And so I get nostalgic for it. Like, <laughs> like a lot of times when I just like want to jerk off, I'm like, oh, that was fun. Remember that time? And like, because it was already like removed from it. You're horny. You're already removed from it. You can kind of take an actual experience and then turn it into something that you wanted to happen or like felt better than maybe it actually felt in the moment or like whatever and you're involved and you feel great about it and you like remember it and you like like, oh I missed that or that was a fun time in my life that I didn't get to appreciate as much because I was nervous or because I was whatever for whatever reason you weren't able to appreciate it so I do it all the time I like it that's so interesting to me because like the even the process of remembering things like you have the initial creation of a memory within your brain but the act of remembering it and going over the details of it further cements it into your brain. It's why people study, it's why people review things, all that. So I like that like you've really seared these sexual memories into your brain by like going over them in a certain way. Whereas like, I don't think I replay sex that I've had. I watch porn much more than you do, Rohan. Mm-hmm. But like, maybe if I had done that, I would be able to better remember the sex that I had had. It's fun. And yeah. also, I think that we're, we're on like different levels in terms of our number. And we don't have to reveal anybody's number. But my yeah, we're number, not doing that. My number is low. My number is pretty low. So it's like, I don't have as much to go off of mm-hmm. as maybe you do. So it's like, oh, right. And I started having sex very late. So it was like, oh, okay, right. Like, this is like a big win for me anyway. I feel good about it. And so yeah. I have all these experiences that I can like go back to. And it's, it feels really nice. Nice. Yeah. So I do it a lot. And like, sometimes I'll think about it. I'll be like, oh, like, you know, just like you're kind of horny. And then because I have a, I'm in a long distance relationship. So my girlfriend's not around a lot. So I'm just like, oh, but like, ooh, remember that this time I had sex? That was so much fun. Like, you know, like that kind of thing. But yeah, I don't know. Joffrey, do you do any of that stuff? Yeah, like feel like it hasn't been happening for me. It hasn't really been a thing, but it hasn't been a thing for two reasons. One, 
because of quarantine, I had to like rebuild my soul health. And right. then yeah. two, I am seeing, I, I, I do have some partners right now. Oh. And so that recent sexual memory is what I'll, I'll use. Partners. Damn. Jaffer, go you, dude. Dude, like quarantine has been interesting with like, with like going out on a date. Before, I would love to have asked a lady like, hey, do you want to just meet up, go to a liquor store, buy some alcohol and just walk around and drink it? It would have been like, <laughs> uh, how dare you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now because of quarantine and there's no bars open oh my god you're so is. considerate <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> and so it's, it's it's a lot easier to establish like a sexual relationship that's great yeah you, so yeah okay it's been nice you? actually my quarantine sex life has been pretty good surprisingly <laughs> wow that's yeah that's so interesting because that is really that's a, such a funny observation that like before it's like oh, this guy's broke or something or like there's something wrong with him or something yeah. like oh like he's yeah. he's why does he just i would have been like he doesn't have any taste or interest he's an alcoholic he just wants to drink <laughs> yeah. in a yeah. park excuse me but yeah now i've as a frequent park drinker i'm like yeah that's a fun thing let's do it yeah it's fun and like yeah like, oh like that's cool that he that what that's a great date idea like that's yeah. what it is now and that's funny. But you're okay with like, this is not judgmental at all because New York has done a great job of controlling or whatever. But do you feel okay with having like multiple partners like from a safety perspective? Yeah, I do. I feel like now there's a lot of assumptions to be made here and I am making those assumptions. Yeah. But uh, I think the general consensus in New York right now is like, hey, like we can hang out outside. We can hang out in small groups, mm -hmm. masks on. When you're out there, mass off if you're just like one-on-one, -on -one, you know? So I think generally it fit under the established consensus of North in this moment. Yeah. Okay. Would you oh. agree or disagree? No, I agree with that. And that's like my, that's my kind of been my like attitude towards it is like, it's okay to hang out in small groups outside with your masks, indoor hanging out. I'm getting to i'm getting more comfortable with it but not a hundred percent comfortable with it no no that's like my consensus too for me it's and like well, i'll tell you this this was pretty cool um <laughs> i'm laughing that i don't plan to bring this up i forgot about this but one of uh the girls that i'm seeing i guess um she got back from like out of town so she was like you know i'm gonna wear my mask and then this is someone who's like i'm, I'm we're friends so we were just going to hang out as friends, masks on. But then I had this idea. I was like, you know, we could like, like, cause you know, remember when the, when the city of New York posted like sexual suggestions for quarantine Yeah. and like mm -hmm. basically it was like, you can have sex like, like with your masks on and like mm -hmm. have like, if you have a wall in between distant mask sex, I proposed that I was like, it would be kind of hot. Right. And then she was like, yeah, and then so we did that, and it was hot and interesting and fun. Oh, wow. I knew it. I knew it. This is going to become a Wait, thing. so how did you kiss? You didn't. No kissing. Why did you go down on her? None of that? I didn't do that either. So you just used your hands? Limited mask sex. But, like, the limitations made it hot because it was just, mm -hmm. like, we can't, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like that at all. Yeah, you're not. The, <laughs> that's, not your, that's not your style. I liked it. She liked it. Yeah. Do nice. Kenise, you think you'd be into that? For some people, maybe. Yeah. Like it depends on the vibe. Like there are some people who I have been with where it is loving and caring, and that's like a big part of what's going on. For those people, no. But there are some people that I've been with where it's like this is all about this intense sexual energy and that i think would be fun but there's some also like the, the people who i have like the loving caring thing i don't know that they can do that other thing well so mm. yeah, it depends on the person wow interesting uh yeah there's some i mean come on like the the women that you've been with some people have like a certain type of energy where they are how many times like, did you have sex with this woman like with the mask like just did the mask stuff just once. Just once. And then yeah. like two days later, she got her results back. And 
she and she was, was negative, negative, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I took a little bit of a risk. I thought you were going to be like, and she was positive, so uh, we couldn't have sex again. <laughs> but, you know, we had the mask on, so yeah. um, you know, oh, we're being responsible. Uh, that just seems According like to the, law. the things that I like about foreplay involve a mouth, and I don't know if I would be, I don't know if I'd be into it. But that's, that's cool. That's, that's so, I'm, that's really cool. That's very cool that you what like. About, what about just for the novelty of it? I would want to rip the mask off like immediately. I mean, I would try it. Sure. I'm just wondering how long I would last without the mask on. Yeah. Just be like, no, I don't want this. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's very funny. I think another interesting thing, this is, this has happened with one person. This uh, was one person with me like during quarantine, I think. Cause well, I'll speak for myself. Cause, cause I don't like the hinge. I don't like apps. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really meeting any new people, you know, I'm, like, right. I'm not going out. I'm not doing shows. Right. I'm not meeting new people. And I feel like a lot of people are not meeting new people. And so like, I think a lot of people are turning their friendships into non-platonic relationships because they're not meeting new people. Interesting. Yeah. Does that we, make sense? Yeah. Complete sense. That, that's happened with me. And, and, and she was the one who sort of initiated it. And that made me think like, I bet, I bet this is common right now where people are looking towards their friends more often now for more before. I thought about it at the beginning of the pandemic. I tried. I tried it. Oh, it wow. Really work. Oh, man. I can't imagine. I'm, like, thinking of my friends, and I'm like, I wouldn't. Nah, yeah, you're, like, good at bubbling. You're, like, good at putting people in, like, a bubble, like, a friendship bubble and, like, a yeah. sex bubble. And then, like, oh. as soon as they were I thought bubbling was, like, some sex with Kines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's this, like, cool thing. You don't know about it yet, Joffrey. It's very <laughs> yeah. Hip. It's very in the note. No, it's only it in it's only in Clinton Hill right now. It'll get to bed. Yeah, yeah, you'll get you'll see it. Um, <laughs> no, I just I find that so interesting. It's almost like this pandemic has taken us back to what dating I think was in like the 30s and 40s, where you have to be a little bit more intentional about who you have sex with because you're not necessarily seeing a lot of people. It's a lot of friend based things. You're hanging out in this like public way before you decide to shift it to just having sex. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think to get back to the nostalgia thing, it's like there is that there is there's the nostalgia thing too. It's like that a lot of people reaching out to their exes or people they had sex with yeah. or had a good experience with because they're like, when am I going to have sex again? I don't know. Like this person wanted to have sex with me once. Like maybe we could do it again, right? And yeah. then there is what you're talking about, which is just seems so much scarier, honestly, to be like, hey, we were <laughs> we are friends, but we could let's go ahead and 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 maybe ruin that with having sex or like making it making yeah. a relate changing the nature of our relationship and it could be for the better right because you could have sex with this friend and then it's like the best in the world but it could also be like oh my god <laughs> like yeah okay. yeah we could but you know the per the, this specific girl has, has been very smart about it she's very smart about this kind of stuff in general mm-hmm. smarter than me uh especially i feel like this is we all know one of men's very many weaknesses that we're kind of um and these kind of social regard and so like we there was a there was like a night where i guess i hit her up kind of late like at 11 p.m and later she brought that up she was like oh but we decide we end on not trying to like ruin a friendship and you hitting me at like 11 p.m is not really like friends it's more of like it, i feel you're she didn't say it in these words but i just said like what she was saying that like I don't want to like demote a friendship for the yeah. sake of sex, yeah. right. which isn't what I was trying to do. I, I didn't realize that I was like, it seemed like I was doing that by, yeah. by making that move, you know? So that was good on her for like reg- for, like being it and then like being upfront with it. And then I was like, okay. yeah. You're right. Oh man. That's that. Yeah. That's why I, I can't even, because I, this is the thing is that I, I don't know how, sorry, this is, this is a, a specific me insecurity. But the reason I would rather reach out to an ex and reach out to somebody that I've had sex with before and like I, I kind of pine for that as opposed to like pining having sex for people that I in my like life that I, I think are hot is because I'm afraid that everyone's going to talk shit about my sex. Like, am I good at sex? Damn. Like, like, oh, are they going to talk shit about like they're going to tell That's their friends? Rough, he actually dude. he's you not have to worry a, about that. You do have to worry about that, right? That's not like a that's like a good insecurity to have. <laughs> I don't have that worry. No. Well, yeah, of course. But also, I don't fuck. I don't think you have to worry about that, to be honest. Like, yeah. You don't, like, who, the level me, of I'll put it this way, Rohan. Um, I don't believe that. I don't believe that you have people in your life that are going to be so mean that would do that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. 
I just like don't want that like how I am in bed to like affect the way mean, people mean and immature. That's like you know high mm-hmm. school gossiping about someone being bad at sex. You know? Yeah, I'm in afraid that of that shit, dude. That's like a that's a thing that I have, which is why I don't like try to. I try not to like have sex with other comedians. I try not to have sex with people that like I put in my friend group because it's just like no, because this is it's our, it, no, it'd be weird. That's why it's like you pine for people you don't know that well because they're like, well, I don't, they don't know anybody that I know. So it's like, yeah. 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 Um, For me, it's like I had sex with a friend. It was mm -hmm. really bad for the friendship. So, like, what Rohan is describing more, like, I put people into bubbles. I didn't used to do that. That's a development as of like 2015, 2016 after ruining several friendships. Uh, So, yeah, that's. Yeah. And I will say, Javer, you were saying that it's like mean and immature to talk about sex, but sometimes it's really bad. <laughs> and you're just like talking about like why a relationship didn't work with like an intimate friend and like a very close friend. And it does come up. So I'm not saying that you should like spread that around to the universe, but I, I do think that there are times when talking about someone being bad at sex is acceptable. No, of course. I wasn't saying that. I'm not living in like a fantasy where no one's talking about their sex lives. I mean, there's a way to do it like with your close friend, like what you said, you're talking yeah. about a relationship, you're talking about intimacy versus I feel like Rohan has more of like a paranoid fear where she's just going around <laughs> telling what she sees that Rohan is bad at sex. Like her, the dude at her local bodega knows that you're bad at sex. Like it's not, yeah, I don't think that's what's going to happen. There's, there's just like, yes, exactly. No, no, I mean, that, and it is... It, Joffrey, you nailed it. It is a paranoid fear. It is like a very much like I'm going to see my group of friends and then they're all going to like kind of like snicker because they're like Rohan does this one sex team <laughs> yeah, not very well or whatever, like whatever. And so like I, I worry about that stuff, which is again why I like the reason I, I think about it other times that I've had sex too, because it's just like it's good like when I'm because it's like it's good for me and in my head it's also good for her oh and, nice. in your head I love that you have <laughs> well I don't know in real life it could have been bad or I don't know it could have been it could have not been bad so uh yeah I don't know uh Kanice, do you like <laughs> do you pine for your exes in sexually no um or I mean there are a few that are that certainly knew what they were doing and that's like a positive memory but I yeah I don't think about it when I'm like masturbating or anything it's not that's not when it comes up it'll be like someone will do something that reminds me of that person just like in the world and i'm like oh yeah that guy that's that was pretty cool that guy's pretty cool i will say i do something that is something that i want to change in myself when i am feeling low self-esteem i have reached out to a particular ex who was very complimentary to me and that's not particularly fair to him because i don't want to start things up again but I am like, I'll just be like, oh, hey, what's going on? Like, I haven't talked in a while, just checking in. And I'm, I have to recognize that I am doing that to try to make myself feel better. And yeah, I shouldn't bring him into my shit. I'm so afraid to reach out to my exes because I'm always assuming that I'm the reason that it didn't work out. Like, that's always like what my assumption is. So like, even if I wanted to have sex with them again, not that I do, I'm in a relationship now, so I don't. But it's like, if I, if I did, I would have been like, I would be like, oh, this seems so desperate. It's also my fault that this ended. The sex was probably bad. Like, I probably fucked it up. And might as well just list, exist as a memory and, like, let it let it keep it as a memory. Rohan, why do you have such an inclination <laughs> yeah, towards, like, negativity? This is a like, theme negativity? in your life. Yeah. This is a big theme in my life. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely, dude. I have, I have, like, a lot of, uh, I have a low self-esteem. As I've got a work book I'm going to send you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's getting better. But also, That's like, good. these are these are things that, like, I do, like, especially when it comes to like reaching out to an ex is like, I don't, I, I know I pine for it, but I don't, and I like use it when I masturbate, but I don't like actually do it because then it's just like, Oh, we no <laughs> like, like, like it, it's, it, it maybe will bring up something that might hurt my feelings and I don't mm. want that to happen. Yeah. So okay. no. but Rohan, I think the self, self-esteem issues think. are like the most deep rooted, you know, mm-hmm. I was, uh, I was very horny and very much a virgin all through high school and mm-hmm. I felt ugly and not, yep. and I felt like no one could ever find me attractive. And, uh, and still to this day now I'm in my thirties. Um, and yeah. no, I, hear you. I have a healthy sex life. But every time, like way in the back of my head, is like we jobber in high school. And you're like, this is crazy. Like, what do you do to her? What? I know. What? I I also think that I sometimes you're like, you know, whatever. You're 
you're having sex or you're getting blown or something and you're like i can't believe this is happening this fucking rules like it, it, like the back of your head i can't believe they're doing this to me <laughs> it's such and, a strange man thought <laughs> like it's, that, not, it's not bad it's it just is. you're it's yeah. great it is it, bad it, it, i can't believe she's such, letting me do, do this, this. <laughs> yeah they said like man, i can't believe that thought. we are sharing an experience that she also may benefit from because she is a sexual person who also has desire who oh, wants them to be fulfilled with you and your no, body none of that, like that. None of that. no it's it, <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. This you is, guys are so stop it, stop mm-hmm. it. I know this is it's a low self esteem thing. Yeah, but, I mean I have low self esteem, but I've never in my life when I'm on a dick been like, whoa! I can't believe he's letting me do this. No, of course not. Yeah, of course, like yeah, you're uh, but you're you're I don't know whatever. I think that what I think, I'm what you're confident. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yes, you are. You're very you are a confident person. You are insecure too, but like I think that you project confidence and certainly when you're talking to people when you're dating, I feel like the way that you talk about it, you project a lot of confidence. I don't know why that is, but I don't feel that confidence. I think that Joffer is you know present projecting the most confidence by freaking Turning turning his friendships into into sex. Yeah, that's I awesome. could never. What? That, yeah, that that rule. <laughs> I didn't do it. She made the move. I was impressed by her that she, sure. she made the move. Yeah, but you were cool with it, and like it's uh, how am I, like yeah, I don't know. But you're not dating. You're just you just you know whatever. It's, I, was, I, I was pleasantly surprised. That's kind of nice. I'm trying to like I'm, and this speaks to like a uh, self confidence thing, but also like who my friends are. Like I'm racking my brain. Like who would I? try to sleep with it i'm like i'm like it's i i don't know and like i like these people well enough to be their friends but i i'm i'm having a very hard time i like imagining like is that like if we're just talking about like uh consequence free sex like it does nothing to our friendship then i would have sex with like pretty much all my women friends because like i would have sex with everyone that i know (laughs) no 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 i like all my friends who are women i like admire and i think that they're really cool and like they're smart and like i i really enjoy hanging out with them and i think that they're great people and yeah it would be great to have sex without if it it didn't change anything part of i can't imagine it being without consequences even the consequence of like me knowing what your dick looks like means (laughs) that like that's when i see you i'll be like ah this is what his dick looks like and that's like the second thought that's actually the first thought anyone i've ever slept with if i see them around just in the world (laughs) you know how like like." it's like a cartoon and like you see like someone you had sex with and then just like transform into a veiny dick yes (laughs) like yes yeah that's, that's not even it's not even that intimate to know what a guy's hard dick yeah. looks like. If you know what his soft dick looks like, then you really know someone. Yep, one hundred percent. Can you tell me soft penises have you seen in real life? I mean, they get soft after a while. Like, oh sure. If you're, I mean, like fully soft. Fully? He hasn't put his he hasn't put his underwear on, and it's like fully. I okay. This is a thing. And I've talked about this on the podcast before. If a guy immediately puts his underwear on after sex, I'm like, what is the deal? Why can't we just not be in this bed together naked, fully naked? And the people who I think I feel most comfortable and free around will be naked. I'll see their flaccid dick just throughout the course of the evening because they're like, this is my body. This is what you have to work with. And I'm like, yes, thank you. Oh, I put on underwear because I, I just find it more comfortable. It's not that I'm ashamed of my <laughs> you, body. Will you roll home and be underwear guy? Yeah, I'm the, yeah, of course I'm underwear guy. <laughs> no, just it's, be naked. It's honestly, it truly is not like a, you're going to see my dick soft. Like, I don't care about that. Like, that's the, not a big deal to me. But it is like, I feel more powerful when I'm wearing underwear. Like, <laughs> I do. It like, does provide support. It, it provides makes, support. Yeah, but also, like, it feels good. when you see, like, when you see a guy... And we were talking about it in a few episodes ago, how like to present yourself in a sexy way. I yeah. think a guy in his underwear who you're like attracted to is a very sexy look. I think a butt naked guy that I'm attracted to is a, even better. I look. tell all the women that I'm like, oh, like every time, like that's a, a sex bit. I'll, I'll reveal a sex bit. Is that like, I will always be like, whenever they put their clothes on, I'm just like, oh, like, wait, what are you doing? We're going out. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, because I want to see them naked, that kind of thing. All right, the bit, it doesn't work when you explain it like this. But uh, anyway, I'm going to leave the podcast now. I agree. I will agree on the weird point that you made that, that I do agree. Like the most, the, the most I catch myself, look at myself in the mirror is when I'm walking around and it's my boxer briefs. Mm-hmm. Boxer uh, briefs so are key, I think, I think boxer briefs do wonders for men. Yeah, dude, it's, it's a confidence thing. It's not a shame thing. It is okay. like, I am right. com- I'm confident. Right. 
Now, wait, but you're, what you're saying is also true. It could be, it's, it, someone could be ashamed of themselves, but I like, I like freaking. It's the same way that like, we've talked about this where like, right after sex, I think Fumi goes and takes a shower. It's just little things that like are a barrier between me and oh, you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And 100%. it's like, I like, we just put in a lot of energy and effort. We just did a thing. We accomplished some goals together. And then we just collapse into bed and we're not like grabbing for clothes or like covering it. I, that's, yeah, that's my I hate sweating. Are you a sweat? Because Joffrey, because we're brown. We sweat a lot. Like, don't you, do you like, what is your, what are your thoughts on sweat? I don't, this is not a brown person thing. The most sweaty people I've been with have been Scandinavian. So. Really? <laughs> wait, like, wait, wait, wait. Whiter really? than white. You're like, why, you're translucent. Uh, I see all of your veins. And those people have been the ones who have sweat the most. Interesting. Because I know that, yeah, because I'm a big, I'm a sweaty guy and I don't like like sweaty sex. Like, that's not like my thing. And so I'm always a little bit sensitive to it. But you yeah, keep, do you, you keep like a little towel like Cat Williams? Dude, yeah, I have a towel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, I'm not sweating nearly. He leans as much down on a stool, takes a deep breath, yeah. flips his hair up, tap, 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 then he gets yeah. back into it. Yes, that's how. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, I'm I'm a little bit sensitive. I'm a, I'm a sensitive boy. No, I'm a, I'm a brown. I'm a hairless, sweatless brown guy. Oh. Don't don't really sweat. Don't really can't really grow a full beard. Bro, what? You can't grow a beard? Nice. I would I would take. If it if it came in a package, I think I would take the uh, the beard with the sweat. Really? Oh man, dude, no, <laughs> no, absolutely not. I'm telling you, no. someone with that package, like with that package that you know has like can grow a beard pretty well, sweats pretty well, but has like no hair. I'd rather have what you have. A lot oh, of good, a lot of good hair on your head. Not like I can't. Both grow. of you look good. No, I'm not okay. saying we don't look. I'm not saying I don't look good. I think that's fine. I'm just okay. saying that like it's it just would be cooler if I had it. I had hair. <laughs> and I think it's a tragedy that I can't. I'm a brown guy. Yeah. I can't grow up. Yeah, that that is, is kind that? of a little I'm not bit of a be allowed tragedy. to heaven. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a little bit of a tragedy. Yeah, but it's okay. <laughs> it's a good. It's a good tragedy. Yeah, Jabra, you look great. Yeah, we both look great. I'm not saying we all look great. To both me and Rohan. (laughs) I I believe it truly, you guys. uh, Great. If I had single women friends, I might recommend. I don't know that. I don't know. (laughs) Depends on the individual friend. I haven't yet, but you know, it can happen. Yeah, Kenise, do you do you? I'm keeping. I'm keep bringing it back to nostalgia thing because I'm. I am kind of fascinated. Do you? You don't do like. You don't. You reach out to people if you feel emotionally like needy. Yeah. That's about it. Like you won't, you won't like reach out to someone for like a booty call, like an ex. I have. I'm trying to think. I did once in 2019. Okay. And well, let me ask you this: Was it like early off the breakup when like the breakup just happened? No, it was like totally random. It was like inappropriate for me like, to have done that. Hey, you want to hang out tonight? You know? <laughs> no, it was weird. It was like seven months after we had stopped sleeping together, and I was like, "That dick, though." Hey, you live. You live near the airport, right? Yeah, I was like at the airport. <laughs> and I was like, you live near the airport, right? And like we like texted back and forth. But then I was like, Kenise, don't do this. And I just got in an Uber and went home. Damn. I think that, yeah. I wish I had more courage for the booty call text. I would like to booty call people, but not my exes. I would like this ability that Joffer has to yeah. have people that he knows. But I still, I don't know of anyone that I know that I Of the people that you're sleeping with Joffer, like did you meet any of them on the apps? No, okay, so it's just like all people that are somewhat in your life. Wait, Jaffer, how yeah. old are you? 31. Yeah. I was like, I, I was going to use that as the excuse. Like, maybe it's like a young person thing, but like, no, I'm not that age. much older than you. And I still, for the life of me, cannot imagine. Yeah. I think I get like nervous. Like, I mean, I've tried to, and then I just get nervous, like in bars. I just like get nervous. Everyone's watching me kind of thing. When it's like a date, like a hinge date or something, or like a Tinder date, like we both know why we're there, and so I'm like, great. Yeah, I'll that's I need that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm like, is this? I don't know. I don't know what this is. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna deal with it. Yeah, I don't want to make someone feel uncomfortable. Yeah, that's can, that's polite of you. I don't. I don't have that. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't need to have that because it's like like we've talked about before. Women can't be creepy. I feel like we could be. I think it's it very, be. very. It's it's like, very, now it's like a challenge hard. to see like what I could do. I'm not going to. It's like very, very hard. And you would have to push on the boundaries a lot more than a man mm. pushes the boundaries. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And they, yeah. and, and they like for women to be creepy, they do, they do have to do that. You know, I, I, I've had a girl at a bar who like went in for a kiss and I, and I went like this. And then her reaction was to grab the back of my head. 
Ugh. Pull me. Oh, I don't like that. Like, no, not... like, no, thank you. Stop this. That is. Oh, that's terrifying. A giant yikes. And if a man did that, I'm, I mean, like, yeah, that's like, I mean, it's it's wrong either way, but it's just that, yes. Yeah. That, ooh, my God. That is like now a new fear that I have. I've developed uh, yet another complex. At least that's never happened like... to you. I feel like men have done that to women. Honestly, I, I, that someone rip, tried to rip their face away from a kiss from me. Uh, <laughs> or no, try someone tried like, will you whip your yeah, and then they pushed your face back in. That's never oh, uh, I thought you were saying, Kenise, that's definitely happening. You definitely tried to force. Oh no, 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 this is an intervention. Definitely use your physical strength to help force a man. Yes, and your and your and your height to reach to reach really high and push a man's face. Your face. No, I meant just pull him down. Just pull him down on my level and then wrestle. No, I meant I meant the other way. Um, sort of. I yeah. Like there's there's things that I'd rather not talk about on the podcast. Right. Um. But like something in a bar, like a public place sort of thing? No, not really. Okay. Like someone's made out with me and I wanted to make out with them and then I didn't want to make out with them anymore. So I just like walked away. Right, right, right. I know that. Yeah. Um, You've seen me just walk away from people I before. Yeah. I have. And so, yeah, that's, I mean, that's really, cre- that's, that's a horrible move. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Joshua. Yeah. See, okay, ladies no, can be creeps too. I, mean, I, think, I think that's. When they say women can't be creepy, they don't mean that women can't be creepy, but I think they mean like, like after that situation, like I was totally fine. You know, I didn't, I, I was never actually afraid. I was never actually worried. They didn't cause any baggage. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I think that's where there, there could be truth. But, but that being saying that, that being said, I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible for a woman to like, there is no, oh, yeah, like, never mind. Just forget what I with said. Being forward, <laughs> with being but when men are forward, it's, when women are forward, I think it's, for me at least, it's always very welcoming. And I don't feel, like you said, I don't feel physically threatened. I don't feel emotionally threatened. I don't feel like, I don't feel bad. But like when men are forward, there is another complication. There's another layer to that, right? Where it's just like. Like the threat of physical violence. Yeah. Or like just yeah, like. Danger. Yeah. Danger, physical danger. And then also like persistence in like a way because men are you know whatever like persisting yeah. in a way that is uncomfortable to make you emotionally uncomfortable and then like uh yeah letting them out i don't know there's there there are a little bit more a few more layers to it than if a woman than you know if a woman did it i think yeah. but yeah. being forward is like there is a fine line between being creepy and not being creepy and i'm always worried that like <laughs> i'm gonna be like too creepy uh, i think there's something that i really like which is called the buscemi test oh what's that it is, okay, this guy did something. And it's like, especially in a rom-com, like, mm-hmm. oh, this guy did something and like, we are taking this as romantic, like in a historic sense, or like, this is how my grandparents met. Isn't it romantic, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, if someone who looked like Steve Buscemi today did these actions, would it be considered creepy? If the answer is yes, then it's a creepy action and you shouldn't do it. Explain, what's something that Steve Buscemi's done? Okay, so like, um, he saw me across the room and he came up to me and he asked all of my friends who were at the bar, like what my deal was. And the whole night he just pursued me. And at the end of the night, uh, when we were going to leave, he stops me at the door and like, won't let me leave until he gets my phone number. And like, if a dude that looked like John Hamm did that, they describe it very differently. If a dude who looks like Steve Buscemi does that, they're like, this is a creep. And oh yeah, like yeah. it weirded me out. So it's and a method I, to identify creepy behavior. Yes, because sometimes it can no be clouded are, by like. if a person's very attractive. Suddenly, it's like, oh my god, Brad Pitt was just like, right, oh, right, he right. went after what he wanted versus like, right, yeah, this creepy googly eyed guy would not leave me alone. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, that's 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 great. That's really interesting. Yeah. I'd never heard that before. Yeah, it's a smart. And, like in any rom com, so like, um, 
There's a rom-com that I've seen several times that I like but dislike parts of it. It's called About Time, starring Dom Hall Gleason and Rachel McAdams. And he uses time to, like, learn all this stuff about this woman, like, the manipulation of time to, like, learn all this stuff about this woman and introduce himself as though he had never met her and just happened to have all these things in common with her. It's kind of, like, in your head, you're like, oh, Dom Hall Gleason, he's cute, he's charming. This is nice, and this is a rom-com, and wow, love conquers all. But if it was Steve Buscemi, you'd be like, this is a dark movie. This is terrifying about how a man has trapped a woman in a relationship without her having knowledge of how it happened. It's like 50 first Sexual dates. manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just think it's great that our grandkids generally, when they ask us how we met our, our, their, our, you know, their grandma or granddad, we will have less terrifying stories. Yes. Um, yeah. Than a lot of our grandparents do. Yeah. I just love the idea that Joffrey, your grandkids are like, how did you and grandma get together? Well, we were friends. And then there was this whole mask thing. And uh, <laughs> we thought, what if we fucked with masks on? Yeah. And now the, you're here. <laughs> Y'all remember yeah. the coronavirus, the first of many pandemics that you've experienced through your life? I was part of the first one. And yeah. 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 And remember, she, remember coronavirus, what we called the preview pandemic? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah. And then it was like back in the day, it was cool. <laughs> it was cool to have sex with masks. <laughs> yeah. That's 100% going to be a fetish. And I'm, I'm very already, curious. I mean, it was a fetish before this, right? Well, I, but not the same. Like, not a yeah. nose and mouth mask. That'd be like a, like a killer mask or like a gimp yeah. thing or like a something else. Although somebody, <laughs> who is it? I think it was like a comic who was like, yeah, somebody used a mask of my face with their girlfriend because she asked him to do that. Whoa. What the fuck? (laughs) No. (laughs) Not like that. Just like a health doctor mask. Not, yeah. That is so weird. I would not do that. Like both from the <laughs> woman's perspective, I would not ask a man to do that. But Wait, also the woman as a man, wore a I mask? would simply be like, no. He, she wore a, a mask of his face or he no, wore No, it was a woman who asked her boyfriend to mm-hmm. wear a mask mm-hmm. of Matthew Broussard's face. <laughs> that is incredible. Matthew already has a high enough self-esteem, isn't he? I know. <laughs> literally so funny he's like so handsome he's so funny he's like he's just yeah he's so nice like the sweetest guy he's infuriatingly handsome and then his voice hi i'm matthew he's like the he's like perfect it's it's on it's and then and then now to have this another feather in his cap (laughs) yeah but like as a dude would you say yes to that if a woman asked you to do that I mean, it depends. If, on if he was like, it depends on how. I'm assuming. I'm assuming this girl was a fan of Broussard as a yeah. comedian and not yes. like didn't know him personally, right? I guess. I'm then I would assume. Then she's And if you want some weird shit, then let's. I'll. I'll be happy. I'm always happy to be the guy for you to explore weird shit with. <laughs> I would be proud. That's great. I uh, truly now would I personally put on a Matthew Broussard mask, being very good friends with him? No, no. <laughs> some other celebrity. Yeah. Wait. What if someone asked you to put on like? What if someone asked you to put on? Uh, what if someone asked you to put on a Z's Ansari mask? I would not do a Z's. <laughs> Wait, why did you? Okay. 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 Why a Z's no? Because he's another brown person. Because, dude, because Rohan knows this, being a brown yeah. comedian, yeah. all the fucking Aziz comparisons we get. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. You know what comedian you remind me of? Is it Aziz? Yeah, how did you know? No. You're so, <laughs> I'm not, like, you know what I mean? So, fuck that. I'm not going to do Aziz. I'm yeah. not going to Kamal. I got a lot of It's respect. insulting. You know, I was like, Kamal's hot as shit. What? Yeah. Kamal's very hot. Yeah. I also wouldn't. Yeah, I agree. I'm not. You I wouldn't do Kamal if someone asked you to do Kamal? To put a Kamal mask on and fuck them, you wouldn't do it? Mm, I would I do Camille, but I wouldn't do Aziz. Okay. I wouldn't do either. <laughs> I, I would do not either. put a mask on of any other human being. I refuse. I won't do it. <laughs> no, but think about how insulting it would be if like someone asked you to like, hey, put a mask on of I don't know, like I'm just trying to think. Gosh, who like who? I'm just I don't know. I'll ask put like put a Zoe Saldana mask on, Kenise. That would be fucked up. 
I, yeah, I wouldn't do that. Right, I you wouldn't, wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do. I would not do anyone, regardless. Right, of I'm just saying that because I don't just... have. I don't have the 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 temp the the ground on which my self esteem is built is not solid enough yet. Yes, I cannot deal <laughs> with someone being like, "Hey, I have." we have agreed to have sex with each other and we probably had it before because this isn't like a thing you would ask someone to do on the first time and <laughs> we so we already did it and the whole time i was like i wish someone else's face was looking up at me here's the thing i could not handle it i would if not, someone was like put on like a hulk hogan mask absolutely i would do it because that's such a ridiculous human being like why would i even it that has to be some sort of like fetish thing it's not like i it, there's something deeper there and he's such a a person that I would never ever even think about comparing myself to or like yeah. put on like an Arnold Schwarzenegger man just some really ridiculous person. I would think I was being robbed I can't that's oh yeah yeah it would be I listen it's not my thing I would never ask someone to do that but if someone asked me to put on just like this an insane like a person who I've never I haven't thought about in like 10 years I'm yeah sure. yeah absolutely this person who has no connection to a brown person who like like you get compared to all the time because there are there is no representation of you. Then no, yeah. I'm out. What about who who's the uh, who's the Bollywood actress who got famous in America? Uh, Priyanka Chopra. Priyanka Chopra. What if I what if a girl asked you to put on Priyanka Chopra mask? Oh, mask me? That you put on the Priyanka Chopra Ooh. mask? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, maybe I would do it. <laughs> that would be fun. like ooh, this is a fun thing i never even considered yeah wow okay yeah oh shit that would be so funny <laughs> ooh, i can uh, tell y'all this here's an interesting mm -hmm. sex sexual thing very quarantine thing yeah, yeah, yeah uh in my life when when quarantine first started and i was lonely and i was Horny when we when we were on real New York lockdown, I was really I shamelessly leveraged that uh, to get uh, women to send me nudes that I've had like relations with in the past. Yes, and uh, so so that was nice. One of them was this girl back in Houston. Um, nice, uh, but then she kept you know she kept sending me more, and I would like compliment her like these are like she was very good at them. Yeah, and she was like, "Thanks, I've actually been thinking about like an OnlyFans. You should totally do that." Um, yeah, and she did, and uh, and so so then there was that, which was nice. Um, but then I I I, I kept trying to like escalate. I was like, "Send me videos, send me videos of her like masturbating." Whoa! And then, and then she's seeing this guy, right? And I was like, "How about?" Because this guy was really cool with her having an OnlyFans. He was obviously a cool guy. Mm -hmm. I was like, "How about?" video of y'all fucking oh joffer like what do you want to see in the video and ah. so now that might happen which is pretty exciting. oh shit it's oh that's a to be continued type situation hell yeah okay but um okay so this is a question it hasn't really, happened yet but i told i told her what i want to see in the video she's like you got it we're gonna do it we're gonna send it over uh but okay logistically and this is from a filmmaker's perspective oh what God. is the angle of like i someone has asked me to send them a video of me masturbating before but i literally cannot fathom like camera angles that are flattering for that was she using a tripod like yeah how does this how does that work wow great question she was this was like a short video so she was like standing and she was already like you know wet she already gone you know done some work on her own and so it was like a short it wasn't like a full like five ten minute i'm going to sit here and get off so that is a question i, I would i don't i have no experience in this but i would say like a tripod you know like, like what i'm using now you could use okay yeah i think okay. that i think so as long as it just shows you like oh but lying down you had, to, you had to get it at a certain angle you know you're right Kenise, the angles yeah, what, the angles is super important i don't want it to be like who's this troll that's messing up a set of sheets i need to know that this looks good yeah that's did she masturbating wow. like and and talking dirty to you or is it just like hey this is the video it was like hey here's a video okay yeah. there you go gotcha Damn. nice that's great yeah. oh man that's a what an ass that oh man joffrey you have so much confidence bold bold i like it it's great well you know it's like it's like incremental it's like she's already sent me a video of her and, you know 
Damn. Yeah, that that's so. yeah, that's and and like I think that also I was surprised with myself. I didn't think I would ever ask something like this. But here's the thing for the OnlyFans. I think it, you're it's here a, we are in these unprecedented times. <laughs> I think it's a mutually beneficial thing though, because if she has an OnlyFans, then like and she's she's like testing shit out on you to be like, hey, what do you think about this? And then you're like, I like it, I like this, I like that. And then you told her what you want in this video. Also, also I'm paying her for it because when oh, she's great. not an OnlyFans, she's she started um, being like, well, people got to pay for this now. And I was yeah. like, I don't know. But then she would, she ended up just sending me pictures anyways because we both enjoyed it. But then when I started asking for videos, she was like, well, this you got to pay for. And I'm like, yeah. totally fair. And yeah, so, great. And I think that that also adds like a dynamic to it. Um, so I don't know, it's just interesting and, and, and fun. You, yeah. That, you no, that, that rocks. And you, and yeah, you're, I'm sure you're very good about it. Like you're not a creep about it. So that's like even better man yeah yeah it, we you know it's you know you, you have to understand like what y'all have already what i've already established with her you know we've had a previous relationship so you just gotta yeah yeah man <laughs> i joffrey you gotta start having you gotta you have to find a wife and have brown kids so that they don't get like raised like we did and weird like un- weirdly un- not understanding our sexuality. <laughs> I'll, I'll be the creepy dad who's like, teaching his sock it on 14-year-old girls. <laughs> nice. <laughs> did, did, y'all ever have, did you ever have a dad like that, Rohan? I, I have multiple dads. No. Like friends' dads. Not my dad. My, not my yeah. dad, typical Pakistani dad. Don't yeah. even talk to him about sex. Right, exactly. I had like white parents, white dads who would like coach. Like sometimes we were like, well, we were pre-pubescent. They were trying to tell us how to like, you know, give weird tips. It's like, you know, you're, you're talking about 12 year old girls right now. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I don't remember encountering any of that, but that does not surprise me in any way whatsoever uh, that that exists. And yeah, well, you know, my do- mom was right. This American culture is a decadent culture. It's yeah, it's absolutely. Right. <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah. So we are coming up on the hour uh, and as we end every episode, we'll end this one with final thoughts, something that you've considered, reconsidered, want to reiterate to the audience, or just something you want the listeners to know about you. Uh, so feel free to take your time. We're going to edit this part out. But yeah, you can think about it. But any final thoughts? Mm. Uh, I'll say this. Um, you know, uh, we talked about mental health a little bit with quarantine, you know, uh, I went through a really dark place and came out of it. Um, and we, you know, we touched on this when we were talking about like the mm-hmm. sexual nostalgia. Uh, so I guess, um, you know, everyone, everyone's going through shit right now. And, uh, it's good to just kind of like accept that if you are in a dark place, you are, and you can do what you got to do to, you know, get out of it. Um, I saw this terrifying statistic. Um, the CDC, uh, when quarantine started, did like like put out surveys to people's mental health, mm-hmm. and they found that they asked uh, if you've had considered serious like suicidal thoughts, and ages 18 to 24, 25 percent of them said yes to that. Whoa. So I think like right now we're, we're going through like a real mental health crisis in a lot of ways that, that is only just now talked about. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just, I guess I should just, just be on the, you know, don't feel like you're alone or anything uh, when it comes to that. Yeah. That's, and maybe just to add on to that, my final thought is like, be bold and like be okay with like, doing things that you want like asking and being i mean obviously being like <laughs> uh being okay with asking and like sort of working for things that you want out of yourself i guess and like don't be afraid of like seeking help like joffer said or like asking dumb questions or uh or kind of putting yourself out there in a way that would make you vulnerable in a way that you were uncomfortable with don't be afraid of that because this conversation has been like, you can do that in a productive, easy way, not easy, but like productive way that makes everyone comfortable. So yeah, don't be afraid. Wear wear the Matthew Broussard mask, your sex (laughs) of your mental health. Um, Exactly. (laughs) For me, I definitely think like, 
I think it's important to be bold, but also to take the feelings of others into consideration. So I am now like, ooh, okay, if I am, I just deleted all dating apps off my phone. If I am going to be pursuing relationships, like how can I do that in a thoughtful way? Um, like it's great that the woman was like, hey, I want to start this, uh, but I just, I need to do that and be considerate instead of just like reaching out to an ex just to get like a little hit of dopamine. So being bold instead of actually kind of doing the cowardly thing and reaching out to people where you know that it's doing both you and them a disservice. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Be bold yet considerate. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, that's yes. it. That's it. Be bold yet considerate. That's a good way. This is a good final yeah. thought that I think we all have come together on. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yes. Joffer, where can people find you on the internet? Um, I don't know, fucking, I don't know, I don't know what's going on anymore these days. You know. have social media. Yeah, dude. Jaffer. Uh, my stand-up is on YouTube. I'm proud of those those videos. You can watch that. I'm on Twitter, I guess. Um... <laughs> We're trying to sell you as yeah, Jopper, to our audience. Talk, Why not, are you saying it so I'm not important? even joking. You're a great follow on Facebook. I don't know, dude. Do I even do stand-up anymore? I don't know. So. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're so, funny. Yeah, You're funny so online. You're a great follow. follow you on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? Uh, uh, Con comic. Okay. Yeah, so Con K-H-A-N. Hell yeah. Rohan, yeah. where can they find you on the internet? Okay. On Instagram, you can find me. My username is at Rohan Padier, cool guy. And on Twitter, you can find me. I'm just giving out my Twitter now. It's I am Rohan Cool Guy. And uh, I have to admit, I'm a little annoying on Twitter, but follow me anyway. There'll be a lot of political stuff. And uh, yeah, that's where you can find it. And listen and, you know, listen and rate and review the pod. Yes. Yeah, and, and say nice things about our guests and say nice things about us. That would be lovely. Uh, you can find me at Kenise Mobley on all the platforms. Uh, again, rate, review, subscribe. Shoot us an email if you have any questions. It's yes. loveabouttownpod at gmail.com. Yes. Fantastic. So we look forward to speaking to you next week. That was bad. I'm going to delete that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everyone, thanks for listening. <laughs> that was much better, Rohan. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thanks Hell for yeah. listening. We'll talk right. to you guys soon. Okay. Bye. Bye, everyone. Welcome to Brain Machine Network dot com.